He's the pride of Fairbury, an average Joe. Bill Dolman, the professor. I had a six ACT in 1967. One time I got an A and my grandma beat me for cheating. Now with Hale Varsity Radio. Back with you, it's Hour 2, it's Hale Varsity Radio. Roadshow Friday, every Friday here at the Herdat Sports Bar and Grill, 12744 Westport Parkway, La Vista. Elijah Herbal, Connor Clark, Chris Schmidt. We say hi to the pride of Fairbury, NBC Sports, the professor, Bill Dolman. Billy D, it is homecoming, which means Animal House. We've asked the audience for their favorite Animal House quotes. We left off going into hour two at the end of hour one, zero point zero. <laughs> Mr. Blutarski. Brian comes in with a classic. Of course, I'm not going to stand here and listen to you <laughs> badmouth the United States of America. <laughs> Gentlemen, as we all rise up, grab a brew, it don't cost nothing. That is <laughs> Chris, not me, on the porch letting one go. And uh, Dion, vegetables can be very sensuous, don't you think? <laughs> is that a pledge pin? Double secret probation. Niedermeyer, dead. Wormer, dead. You have to have one, Bill Dolman. You love Animal House as much as I do. Happy homecoming. <laughs> uh, you know, I, 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 yeah, I love Animal House, but I also lived Animal House. <laughs> <laughs> well, Elijah brought it up. He's like, was it as uh, <clears throat> rocky to be a pledge back in, he looked at me, your day? He's like, I never was a pledge. I just had fun there. Uh, and and uh, Bill, you, uh, you might have been Eric Stratton. Damn glad to meet you back in the mid-'80s. I was, actually. And as a matter of fact, I, I was. And look, I, I probably, look, let's see, I spent seven years, of, no, uh, five years of college. So that's Down the drain. <laughs> 17, somewhere between one and 1,700 or so days at the University of Nebraska. Which one would you like to talk about? Because there's probably a story in my days at dear old Theta's eye. Uh, where uh, there there was some type of animal house story that was in the making and one that probably should not be told. Did you uh, did you have the pledges have to sign the the, the paddle signature you were talking about? Election? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we we you had to sign a paddle. Um, <laughs> there was there was back in the day. I cannot confirm or deny a ceremony when paddles were actually used. And I, I became somewhat legendary because uh, my, I broke my paddle. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Were you legendary or infamous? Uh, pro- probably more infamous, but let's yeah. just say I apparently had pretty good bat speed. Um, <laughs> what was the exit velocity on that thing? I don't know. But no, there, I don't want to know. There, there was a... Uh, you don't have your paddle hanging in the classroom, do you? <laughs> uh, Connor hasn't seen it anyway. But, uh, I don't know if I, I want re- to. I still re- look. I, I still remember lots of. Uh, I had a lot of fun in college, and uh, yeah, I was Eric Stratton, Rush, Rush Chairman. Damn glad to meet you. And we had uh, we had Heck Week, uh-huh. sort of, in a manner of speaking. Um. You know, we had a we had a great 
party back in the day that was legendary on the UNL campus that can no longer be done, but it was a, a party called Driftwood where we built a, an entire swimming pool that was the entire front yard of our house. And it was built in with railroad ties and uh, plywood and large sheets of plastic. And then we filled the tub up. It was right before the uh, the first game, first home game of the season. I mean, it was a big pool. I mean, it was a not just a... Was it filled with water it or was whole, it filled with... with it was heavy? the whole in yard. Mm. And... Uh, we, it was all hot water, and it took place before the after the first home football game. Live band in the room, and um, whatever you could find to imbibe with, uh, you know, that was it was quite the deal. But they don't do that anymore. <laughs> Bill, um, uh, what I'm going to shift it to football now. What? No, you can't now. No, I'm on. I'm on a. Uh, what? I'm on a nostalgic for, for, train for, right for, now. Forget <laughs> it. He's rolling. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What? What? Well, what? You, animal? you might remember this, Schmitty. We did the big red reports on KFOR and KLMS one year. Yes. And uh, oh yeah, dropped, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, and uh, I dropped a line uh, in one of the big red reports, tongue in cheek, where I said, "Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor?" And it ain't over now. KFOR switchboard lights up with uh, somebody getting the. Uh, the incident in Pearl Harbor uh, wrong. And I'm like, I decided to do another big red report the next day, doing the entire scene and uh, playing that movie line uh, from Animal House so that people understood that I know it wasn't the Germans who bombed <laughs> Pearl Harbor. Well, maybe that's right. why Michigan State did what they did with the Jumbotron this weekend. It's just a call back to, to Wow. Who bombed oh. Pearl Harbor? <laughs> Jeez. Uh, Elijah Herbal, folks. Um, what? So what? What? <laughs> Animal House character best resembles the Nebraska offense. Oh boy! Well, I'm probably D Day right now. He's you missing. Know, <laughs> I was gonna say he's missing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whereabouts unknown? No, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, could work. Well, that last thing is, you know, he's he's in the he's in the death mobile. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and it's, it's ramming speed. That's the only thing that offense can really do. And then mm. it's whereabouts unknown. But who knows? You know, this might be an offense that at the end of the season ends up being elected to the United States Senate, uh-huh. or you know, or at least uh, at least parading around in Detroit for the oil change bowl. <laughs> I'd take Detroit in the oil change bowl. At least it's the game's inside. Indoors too. Yeah. So. Well, see, it's funny called the oil. You guys are. Connor, maybe Blue Mountain think, State. Oh that, yeah, the oil change the best way to beat a drug test. Oh no, absolutely. Yeah, yeah we're the oil. Think about an oil change. <laughs> yeah, 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 and think about that, but in 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 terms of urine test. Okay. It was a scene in Blue Mountain State. It's a, it's a classic. That's it's Blue just Mountain a, State's good. It'd be a good name for a bowl game. The oil change bowl <laughs> for that reason. I think it's what is it the Quick Lane Bowl or something? Yeah, yeah. something yeah. like that. Yeah, something car yeah. related. Yeah, something car related. Yeah, it's Detroit. <laughs> yeah, Hail Varsity is here at uh, Heard at Sports Bar and Grill. Jabba Chamberlain has arrived again. The Triple Play podcast follows. Good to see Jabba here. Bill, a thought on tomorrow. I asked Cotter and uh, Elijah this, and I'm not feeling good about tomorrow. Are you confident or uneasy? People seem to think that this Purdue team is five and two on the season and is marching toward uh, Indianapolis towards glory. Well, it, it's 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 two and five. 
yeah, they've had a bye week to get ready for Nebraska. And yes, Ryan Walters hates the end. But two and five, at somewhere along the lines, they've had some struggles as well, right? So uh, on this game's at home. Very Two very different teams than the ones who met last year in the track meet in West Lafayette. Um, and I, I think maybe it helps, uh, it helps Purdue to have had time off. Um, they don't have near the injuries Nebraska has had to. But look, Nebraska's what won four of its last five games. I mean, that's an, that's an incredible run that uh, you know people haven't seen for a while. I think this is a Nebraska team that's playing with some confidence. I think it's a defense that definitely is playing with some confidence and probably has teams like Purdue worried as to just what they can or cannot do. And if the weather is as bad as it's supposed to be, now it's cold but sunny out, but if it's supposed to be kind of dreary, that is a perfect day for the defense. And which of these two teams has the better D? Nebraska does. So I, I think that there are more – that Nebraska has more advantages going into the game tomorrow. Sure, we're worried, just maybe based on past performances in the recent years. But if you've got a defense that's playing as good as Nebraska's defense is playing right now with as many guys – who are playing and we've talked about this from the very start of the season um that's a confident bunch and i you know i think purdue's got to figure out some ways to do things offensively that maybe they haven't done this season now nebraska can't help out purdue's defense they can't put the ball in the carpet they can't go three and out they have to have some sustained drives and to get a little bit of momentum themselves if nebraska gives the ball away yeah it's going to be a bad day but, you know, straight up as they line up right now, I think Nebraska's defense, and I think Bushini has also been a good weapon for Nebraska in the last few weeks. And Alvano, if he's got his confidence, you know, that's worth maybe three kicks for the Huskers. It's Bill Dolman with us here on Hale Varsity Radio talking his frat house experiences now, switching gears and talking Nebraska and Purdue. And, Bill, obviously the Nebraska defense at this point in the season seems to be a known commodity. You know what you're, what you're going to get from them, and that is very high-level defense. But the big question mark going into tomorrow is offensively and specifically within the past week, it's become the offensive line with how patchwork that has become. And the problem is, is kind of as I laid out in the first hour, this is a game that I think the team that has embraced Big Ten football the most in the first year under their, their first-year head coach is the team that's going to win tomorrow. And usually in the Big Ten, the offensive line is the most important position group you have on a team. That's just tradition within the Big Ten. So what is your concern with Nebraska's offense and specifically the offensive line in terms of what they can put together tomorrow? Because it feels like if it does all go wrong for Nebraska, that's where it would happen. Probably depth along the offensive line. And that was a concern going in when everybody was healthy. So now you have probably what's left of, of the uh, the guys who are going to play where you're not having to do the math on redshirt seasons, right? So it, it, this offensive line is probably going to play more snaps than at any time. This, this current grouping of five or six is probably going to play more snaps than any group so far this season. Behind them, what is there? I would imagine there, there can't be a, a tremendously large gap I wouldn't think between the first and second units. Maybe there is, but I would think if there's a gap, not necessarily in talent, is it? It's in experience. The guys who have been playing have played a lot more football than their backups. You would hope the backups are sufficiently talented enough that they can run the offense as it's being called, but they cannot afford to have many more injuries. And you start to dip into the 
sledge and the Knudsen and the, uh, what's it, is it Lack or Lake? Uh, Gatula, mm. you know, that, that is, now you're going to go, okay, well, how many, if they played yet, how many games do we want them to play? Are they going to have to go out and play 50 to 60 snaps and blow redshirt years out of the water? I think that's the biggest concern for Nebraska looking ahead to the big picture on redshirting is you want to have veteran offensive linemen. That's not to say that receivers come and go and you can plug and play quarterbacks, but if Nebraska can develop an offensive, dare I say, pipeline of players who come into the system, get to redshirt, get to playing some of the sophomores, or redshirt freshmen and sophomores and start starting for two and a half years or so, that's where this program is going to get better. But if it's recycling offensive linemen year after year after year, then it's going to be spinning its wheels in that fashion. So I think developing and protecting redshirts along the offensive line is far more important than what they're trying to do with Doss and Lloyd. And we know Coleman's already blown out. That's the biggest concern for me is that math. Bill Dolman's with us on Hill Varsity Radio a couple minutes. And we briefly touched on it earlier and Schmidt's target number was around 250 on the ground what's your target number yardage wise for Nebraska to have success tomorrow well I think it depends on the weather you know if it's a bad track even though they've got the turf and you know every little bit of science they can do to make sure it's playable if it does get I haven't really heard if there's going to be a lot of precipitation but there could be uh if it's bad if it's a bad weather track then I think you're hoping to get to 200 about 40 percent if it's like it is right now you know, 250 or more uh, easily. I mean, I, that's that's what's important. But again, it's a, it's a new offensive line. You've got backup quarterback. You've got backup. Well, he's not backup anymore. He's he started this, most of the games. Running backs. Uh, you know, but it, the key to, to the key to the win is going to be protecting the football and maintaining possession. Uh, I and that's that's the big question mark for them. But 250 is a, that's a good number, but it really depends on the weather. Bill Dolman joins us at Bill Dolman on Twitter. Pride of Fairbury, NBC Sports, the professor talking Nebraska and Purdue. Arizona Husker has donated nine ninety nine. He's cheering for the D-backs. Good on him for the donation. Big thanks, Arizona Husker. Walter, Walter says boo, boo the snakes. <laughs> and uh, we have walked down memory lane when it comes to Animal House quotes. And uh, Bill Dolman's time on 16th and Vine. I love it. I love story time. And uh, every time it's, it's homecoming, it means Animal House to me. True or false, well, somebody on this screen will be wearing a toga tonight. <laughs> Are you asking me? I'm asking the room. I think Connor's most likely. I'll Connor, be wearing a Clark Griswold jersey tonight. That's oh, what I'll be wearing. Okay, so you are wearing a hockey jersey, but no toga. No, I, I don't own a toga nor it's white. It's just a bed sheet. Well, brother. I don't have plain white bed sheets either that I could just use right now. So Is that I'm a kinda, problem? I'm kind of out of commission. Yeah, why? why, why <laughs> you're, you're afraid to go with the all white, <laughs> the road game white, Connor? No, the pro- no, Connor's one, a college student. Those things have been washed in years. Oh, that's not brother, true. They, that's not true. The. Uh, I think I washed my my sheets twice. I have I have a gray I have a gray set of sheets that used to be white. Used to be white. No. Yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't have said that. And then a white pair of sheets with 
like a pattern on them, so it's, they're not. Playing. It's, the, it's the NFL. You got all the NFL helmets and logo. Yeah, I I, I pitched that when we got married. I was like, can we get the NFL sheets? Can we put it on a player? <laughs> no, we gotta have sailboats. It's whatever. Linda Blair told me. I'll just say this right now. I will not be uh, wearing a, a toga anytime soon because we are having a homecoming reception at the College of Journalism and Mass Communication. Yeah, you're not supposed so to be I there. walk out that door dressed like John Blutarski. Might Could be, be over. Walking right out the front door and not coming back. Or they might respect you more. Yeah. Give me a oh, quick no, score. They'll probably go, he yeah, I remember those days. Give me a quick score, Billy D. Oh, 85 to 3. Okay, Nebraska <laughs> wins and covers. Weather be damned. Bill, we'll talk to you tomorrow at the Single Barrel, brother. All right, boys. Have a good night. Go Big Red. There he is, Pride of Fairbury. To Arlington we go next.